We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So uh, we should get into this Alabama thing real quick, and then we'll get back to your calls in a moment on all the quarterback stuff. So the kid in Alabama, best player on the team, freshman, 41 last night, blah, blah, blah. Brandon Miller. Makes the shot to go in overtime, makes the shot to win the game. Alabama is going to be a number one seed in the tournament coming up, probably win the SEC as well. And he uh, unfortunately got involved with a bad dude, Darius Miles, and another kid named Michael Davis. By the way, not that Darius Miles, no, in case anyone's a curious. a college student yes. at Alabama, a player on the Alabama basketball team. The uh, As the story now goes... Darius Miles got into it with some random guy over a girl and uh, sends a text message to uh, Miller, Brandon Miller, telling him or asking him to go get him his gun. Now, the lawyer for Brandon Miller claims the gun was already in the car. Brandon didn't go to the apartment complex and get the gun and specifically bring it to him, but he did drive the car over to where... This alleged argument was happening where this uh, Darius Miles was. Now, at this point, what's not up for debate is Darius Miles has the gun. Whether he got it out of the backseat of the car or not, I know will be debated. But he gets the gun. He shoots the gun towards the car where this guy he had a squabble with is. And there's an innocent woman there as well. And she, unfortunately, is shot by the, uh, by the bullet and dies. So that kid is in jail for capital murder charges along with his accomplice, the uh, Michael Davis. And then the question is, what do you do with Brandon Miller? Brandon Miller is an accessory to murder in most states. But not, not in, in Alabama. Alabama he is right. not. So the issue is, what do you do? Should he have played? We just found out about 24 hours, 36 hours prior to last night's game that he absolutely did and admitted driving over to Darius and Darius gets the gun out of the car. Alabama decided that he should play. So he played, had a great game, and Alabama wins. The question, though, is are they being tone deaf in allowing that kid to play? Well, they're being tone deaf because the coach as well, Nate Oates, in describing why he was playing and what happened, basically said it's a wrong spot at the wrong time kind of incident and that, yeah, you can't control what kids do in college. Right. Now, Which that is very is... cavalier, and he has since apologized for it, but it shows you where his head's at. Well, and it also shows a contradiction because one of the things he said is we knew all along in what the situation has been. And then in the apology he says we didn't know. Right. What was said from the Tuscaloosa Violent Crimes Unit, which is that he drove the car with the gun yeah. and basically supplied the gun. So Nate Oates, the coach, looks completely tone deaf. And obviously the program does because Brandon Miller is a lottery pick. 
Like, that's how good of a basketball player he is. They are, as you said, a team that has a chance to win a national championship. That's right. Alabama's usually not chasing basketball national championships. And to me, this is a case of we want to win. That's, that's our focus. If he's the 12th kid on the bench, he's not playing. Right. Now, what's going to happen is this is now getting national attention. Naturally so. Brandon Miller scores 41. He scores the game winner. The crowd's chanting, lock him up. The crowd is chanting names at him. Yeah. And so now this is going to receive national attention. And you know what's going to happen. The public pressure will eventually get to the NCAA, who will then put their foot down with Alabama and say, we don't want him to play. Here's the problem. He's not being charged with anything. And that's that's the issue here. The issue is that, you know, every state's got different laws. The police in Alabama said there's nothing for us to charge him with. Now, they're going to continue an investigation. If that investigation leads to some other findings... That I guess he went to an apartment, physically got the gun, physically brought the gun knowingly to uh, this Darius Miles to then use it in the commission of a crime, in this case murder. Maybe there is something, but right now the lawyer representing uh, Miller said he never touched the gun. He didn't know the gun was in the car. He, he couldn't it. see the gun. Yeah, he it was it. under a sweatshirt or something in the back of the car. I think that's a little fugazi in my opinion, but I also do believe that you know, innocent to proven guilty, benefit of the doubt, he's a kid. But I, my feeling was that 24 hours after finding out and admitting he's not lying about anything that we know of. He's also not talking to the media right now. Like None not, of the players talk to the media. answering direct right. questions about this. So my feeling was the right thing to do is to recognize the seriousness of what happened. Recognize that, yeah, I'm going to hurt my team's chances of winning a game against South Carolina last night. But for all parties involved including the NCAA keeping an eyeball on us, authorities keeping eyeballs on us now, our board of regents and trustees keeping an eyeball on us, and what's right versus wrong, he shouldn't have played last night. He shouldn't have played last night, but then when does he play? Different different, different question. And I'll ask you this question. Yes. I want to say this again because this is what he's projected to be. He's a lottery pick. Yeah. Do you think NBA general managers are going to say, can't draft him? Now, the likelihood he's never going to be charged for this, right? So... His life's going to go on. Listen, I heard guys... Unfortunately, this innocent woman's life's not going to go on. Right. And that's the tragedy in all of this. But do you think NBA teams are going to say we can't draft him? Or are they going to look at the talent? He may play and never play another game in college. He's still an NBA talent. What do you think's going to happen? I think he gets drafted. Of course he does. 100%. I mean, I actually heard people on uh, online and on TV and on the radio today saying, while he probably shouldn't have played, uh, you got to love the kid Stones and having 41 against a hostile crowd like that, that'll make him a great NBA player. Like, what are you doing? What? Oh, and you don't think scouts are looking at that? I, I think like, they probably I'm not are. Saying, by the way, I'm not saying you shouldn't be pissed at that or be disgusted by that, but let's not be naive. You don't think NBA executives look at that pressure? and say, wow, yeah. they were chanting, lock him up. They were chanting things no other humans probably ever heard yeah. while playing basketball. And he scored 41. You don't think executives and scouts are going to write that down in their little report, Craig? You know they are. By the way, I'm sure they are, yeah. And he probably moved up a lot of people's draft boards because of last night's performance, because he showed uh, that ability. But I think uh, I think Alabama's done a poor job here because from the athletic director to the head coach, not the kids because they've none of them have been allowed to speak to the media. There's been an embargo on the media talking to any of the kids on the team. Uh, the reality is that... They all did a bad job on this one. You know, there's a family grieving the loss of a daughter, a mom, a sister, whatever the case may be. And, yeah, 
the real bad guys in jail, 100%. That, no, there's no debating that. But, man, it's anything else. If I drive you to a bank and you rob the bank, I'm going to prison for bank robbery. Yeah, and right? even though... If you bring the gun to the guy who uses it, in most states, that makes you an accessory. Right. But even now, though... if it doesn't in Alabama, then he's very fortunate this took place in Alabama. Right. Doesn't change what he did, though. So what do you do if you're the program? Because one of your options would be, listen, we understand you're not being charged with anything. We don't want you a part of this program anymore. And that doesn't mean you can't go play basketball elsewhere and go into the transfer portal. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't go to the NBA draft. That's up to them. That's not our decision. But we won't, don't want you involved with our program anymore. And in a different situation and in a different school with a different talent, that'd be an easy decision. Of course. But when you're Alabama, who does not have this long-storied basketball history, and you're talking about a lottery pick, they don't have the balls to do that, when truthfully, that's probably the right answer. This isn't professional sports. You're not fighting a players' union. You're just simply saying, hey, look, we're uncomfortable with how close you were to a murder. So we're going to let you go and go go somewhere else. And if another school wants to pick you up out of the transfer portal, that's up to them. If an NBA team wants to draft you, that's up to them. We're done. Because the reality, there's no no repercussions for the worst decision this kid's ever made in his life which is drive a gun to a kid willing to use it. Not only willing to use it, a kid that aggressively wanted to use it. Now, I've read the text messages. I assume you have too. Darius Miles wanted the gun. He wanted it. He even used, you know, you may not understand some of the street terminology used in the text message, but he even claimed there's one in the head, meaning that the, the bullets, the gun's loaded, and there's a bullet in the chamber ready to go. And he did text that to, to uh, Miller. And whether Miller got the text or not, I believe he probably got the text. Whether he went to the apartment complex to get the gun or not, he knew full well that Darius Miles was looking for a gun. Right? Yeah. And he still drove over to him. And yet there won't be any charges against him. Not Which in the moment. Which makes me not try to moment. examine, like, the laws of Alabama. But the program itself can simply decide, hey... We don't want you playing basketball. Well, right because now. Alabama, as a as a an academic institution, which we all know is uh, built obviously on the backs of you know great sports, and they are you know football more than anything else. But they are still an academic institution that's charged as naive as it is for me to say with growing young men and women to be put out into society as adults with job skills, right? Mm-hmm. To make the world a better place. Well, they failed in that regard. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not saying you turn your back on the kid and never talk to him ever again, but he shouldn't be playing basketball right no, now. I don't think he should be playing basketball, and it doesn't mean you're kicking him out of the school. You can say, look, we'll even we'll let you the continue your education. If yep. you choose to stay here, you're more than welcome, but we don't want you on the basketball team. And I do think that's going to happen. Well, like I mean, Sometimes you need, Craig, to be embarrassed for things to happen. It's unfortunate, but there are a lot of examples of that where you need to almost be drag through the mud on a national stage before the coach and the athletic director say, hey, maybe we should do something different. And here's why their decision to play him backfired. Because he had a great game. Yeah. Because if they don't play him against South Carolina, and let's even say they lose the game, it's a story. Alabama benched their best player. The Gamecocks beat him. Alabama, you know, third loss of the year, whatever it is, right? But the fact that the game played out the way it did – 
the game became a story. Yeah. And because the game became a story, it focused everybody's eyes on a story. None of us were paying well, attention his to. performance enhanced That's the story. right. There's no doubt. I mean, so to drop 41 in a game winner, yeah. If he doesn't play, no one says anything. Yes. Right? I agree. But yeah. do you think he'll play again? I do. You I don't do. think they are going to feel the backlash that they're feeling today? I don't think they care. Oh, I think eventually they care. I mean, you saw the coach care after he made a dumb comment, a tone-deaf comment, to come out the next day and apologize. They cared enough to do that. They cared enough to walk that stupid comment back. Yeah, but I don't think they care. I think you saw exactly who they are and what they are. I think uh, you saw it from the AD. I think you saw it from, what's it, Oates? Is that and the guy's so, name? Coach? Coach. Yeah, and so yeah. if Alabama goes on the run that people expect them to make, yep. and now it's March Madness and it's Cinderella time and it's the NCAA tournament, Yeah. How are the broadcasters going to touch this one? They're not they're going to ignore it. Like every, make, like every other person that gets in trouble, they're not going to touch make it. Make believe it didn't happen? No. Uh, and here's the quote. Based on all the information we have received, Brandon Miller is not considered a suspect in this case, only a cooperative witness. The UA Athletics continues to cooperate fully with law enforcement in the ongoing investigation of this tragic situation. Uh, Miller, of course, is not commenting, nor should he, by the way. And... That's it. But you know exactly where the coach and AD stand. They showed their true colors in their initial comments before someone said, hey, morons. Yes. What are you doing? Yeah, but that's where I think it could also change. That the attention that you admit we've now getting from this based on last night may change their stance on this. Yeah, uh, and then how about this one? This is from Oates talking about Miller. Miller's one of the most mentally tough kids I've ever coached. Ugh. Right? Does that surprise you from the coach who said, ah, wrong spot, wrong time? Yeah, it was the wrong place, wrong time. Stuff happens. Can't control kids. Imagine that. College kids are out. Yeah. Eh, wrong spot at the wrong time. That's literally what the coach said about yeah. this situation. Yeah, there's a woman who's dead. Wrong, you know, happens. Wrong place, wrong hey, time. Sometimes you accidentally drive a gun to a guy who wants to use it. Happens. Can't control these kids. Mm. Right? It's horrific. Yeah. Anyhow, we're on SNY, they tell me. That's always the best part of my day. Hi, SNY. Yeah, hi, SNY. Uh, delivered to you, of course, by a Grubhub. You getting ready for all that hot SNY med action this year, Evan? Say that one more time. Are you getting ready for all that hot SNY med action this year? Oh, are you kidding me? Saturday yeah. night, 6.05? Yeah. The first spring training game of the year? Don't you I just feel... gave him a plug because damn right I'm pumped up. Don't you feel fortunate that SNY is on every cable uh, outlet, unlike MSG? So I sit there in Morris County, New Jersey, and I can't watch Nick and Ranger games yes. because Xfinity uh, won't write the check to the Garden to give me the basketball I want. But, Craig, maybe you just have to have my subscription. You know what I have. What do you have? I got Verizon Files. I got I got oh, MSG. I wish I, I got yes. have Files in I my got SNY. I got everything. Yeah. I no love. Problems. By the way, I've had Verizon Files before. Yes. Uh, before I uh, moved. And that is the best. Dude, I've had no problem. I love me some Verizon Fios. You're damn right. Yeah. 6.05 Saturday, yeah. I'll be dancing with my Yeah, Fios. but I don't think Verizon Fios carries preseason games. Yeah, they do. Are you sure about they that? They got SNY. is carrying preseason oh, games. Oh, SNY's on Fios? Saturday night, 6.05, SNY right. on Fios. You're nice. damn right. What, what cable system you get that on, Tommy? Uh, I have Spectrum. Well, you have no choice. You're in a building that building has a contract with yeah, Spectrum. Yeah, yeah. It's like a Chelsea Spectrum thing. does a great job. Love Amazing. me some Spectrum. No complaints. Love Spectrum. Uh, out of the boonies, what do you guys have? Uh, optimum. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Optimum. <laughs>
<laughs> What's the matter with Optimum? <laughs> Nothing wrong with Optimum. Oh, yeah, yeah. How's that dial-up treating you pretty good? Dial-up? <laughs> the fastest... Uh... No, they're all the same. They're all I don't care. What do I care? Well, they're all the same until we don't have a cable network. Like you don't have MSG. Then it's not yeah, all if, the if same. If I ever lost, yes, it'd be a problem. If you lost, yes? Yeah, because he's a big Nets fan. He can't go love without my, love my Brooklyn Nets. Huh. Got to get that net basketball. You're huh? damn right. Tomorrow night. Chicago Bulls, let's go. There you go. Chicago Bulls, let's go. It was supposed Anyhow. to be a 10, but then the Brooklyn Nets aren't the Brooklyn Nets anymore, so they moved it to 8. But, you know. Thanks for the update, Big Mac. They changed the time <laughs> of the game? Yeah, they got flexed out of national TV, Craig. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That's embarrassing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm getting used to it. Oh, who, against the Bulls? Against the Bulls. It went from 10 o'clock to 8 o'clock, so I'm appreciative. Oh, why yeah. would that be a 10 o'clock game? Because it was the second, game? It was the second half of a doubleheader like on TNT ESPN. Or ESPN. Yep. Really? So they're going to, oh, because what's that? 8 o'clock in Chicago, right? That was going to be a 9 o'clock oh, start in Chicago, dude. Oh, it's a one hour difference. Issue, if, right? if it was a 10 o'clock start, but they flexed it out because I don't know if you heard, the Nets have no superstars anymore. No, I, I have heard. Have I heard celebrate that? it every night before I go to bed. Yeah, I'm sure you I do. get on my knees, I say a prayer, and the end of my prayer is NETS. Ha ha ha. Until Mikel Bridges becomes a superstar, oh, yeah, and then what Mikkel are you going to do about it? And Cam Johnson becomes a superstar. Oh, and Mikhail Cam Thomas. Bridges. Yeah, you're damn right. Oh, Nikki yeah. Claxton. Oh, yeah. Sexy Nikki. Mikael Bridges, you know, he had 40 points in a game the other night. 45. You know, he gave his mom his jersey afterwards. 45. How come nobody's talking about Mikael Bridges' mom, but we're talking about everybody else's mom? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a great moment that night. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah. Here's uh, Anthony in Levittown. Anthony, what's good? What's up, guys? Let me uh, guarantee you a Jet Super Bowl in the next two to three years, okay? Uh, you're smoking crack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, things in my life tend to trend together. When it's going bad, it's bad. When it rains, it pours, you know? Yeah, right now, that. however, yeah. things are going good. I'm married, still happy. I just bought a house. So nice. I'm finally increasing my commute by about an hour, which you guys make more bearable. Yeah, but let me tell you something. Now, as a man, as a married man, and I, I think everyone will agree <laughs> with me on this. When you are become a homeowner, it's one of the great proud days of your life. Oh, definitely, right? Definitely, right. yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, when I when I first bought uh, my home, a split level home without a basement, all right? It was a two hundred thousand dollar home, and I was so proud of it. I wrote my name uh, in secret places. In every room in the house. Still there, On the wall. Think. Still there? Yeah. Because <laughs> huh. I wanted to. It was like my way of saying, I own this wall. You're damn right. No, I, I own you. this brick. I, I own this That's... two by four. True story. That's <laughs> funny. I took some of the walls down in one of the rooms, and out came a topless picture of a very older woman. That sounds <laughs> <in> <laughs> 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 uh, like something Craig would do. Ah, <laughs> uh, that is great. No, I've signed the walls in every apartment, every house I've ever lived in. Wow. Yep. So, Should have thought. So now, more important than all of that, I'm expecting my first child. She I mean, will be the key to the Jets winning. Once she graces the world with her presence, it is on. Um, Rodgers, well, hold on two, a second. When, uh, when is your wife due? In about a month, a little less than a month. All right, so the baby comes out during baseball season-ish. So you got a good, about what? Let's say a nine-month run to the Super Bowl. There she is a couple months away from her first birthday, and you figure you're sitting in your living room with your family over, green everywhere, and what, everywhere. what, and what quarterback is in the game leading you to the championship? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be Carr, but like I said, whether it's Carr, Rodgers, even Gardner Minshew, <laughs> I know that Reagan will be born and with her a new ah. age of Jets 
football. That's like a beautiful well, name. Congratulations and good and luck to you. Here's the problem, and I, all with right. all due respect to Anthony or even myself, yeah, there's nothing in my life or Anthony's life that would give me the warning sign the Jets are going to win. But there is something that could happen in the world that would make me say, "Holy crap, the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl." And I think most of us know what it is. What is it? And I hate to be dark, and I hate to be morbid, but when Joe Beningo dies, the New York Jets are going to win the Super Bowl. What is wrong And he's you? told me that many times, so don't take it by Joe knows. Joe may be watching it right now, and you know what he's saying? Who he's says right, bro. That? No, he's right. The day he dies. Yeah. He told me. He said, bro, the day I die, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. And he's right. That's when the Jets are going to win a Super Bowl. Now, I don't want him to die. I want him to live forever. I mean, it sounds like, well, here's the question. Yes. You're a diehard Jet fan. Yes. Would you trade Joe Beningo's life for a championship? Well, listen, he's going to die eventually. Yeah. Now, hopefully it's a long time from now. Yeah. So, no, I'd like him to live a few more years. And then at some point, we get that Super Bowl. Let's say you're 45, only a couple years away. So that makes him 75? Right. You're 45 years old. You still don't have the championship. Joe's 75. The Jets win the championship, but Joe dies at halftime. Yeah, you're going, you're going, you're going down that morbid road, guy. No, no, he created the morbid road. And you're, you're, you're closing it off. Yeah, I think, I think he would admit seventy-five were good. Yeah, Are we good with seventy-five. I mean, I want to be on that, but go ahead, sure. I think he'd be all right. Like he gets to the Super Bowl, gets to halftime, and then he's gone. That's a great sign that they're going to win. No, I got to do him. No, it's got to be. He doesn't even know they make it. Oh, he doesn't even know? Yeah. Are they in the playoffs when he dies? I'll give you a playoff berth. He croaks divisional playoff Oh, round. my God. He would tell us that's the greatest sign ever. Yeah? Yeah, I remember we so were on a plane. So would you trade Joe yes. Beningo's life yeah, I think for so. a Jet championship? At age 75, I think he'd sign for it. You get, how long did you work with Joe? I worked with Joe for many years. Between so, 2007 and 2020. So what so is that? So for 13, 14 years, 14 years yeah. you sat next to that man. You consider him like Love an older man. brother in a way. Still do shows with him. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yet you just said on the radio that you would trade his life well, for a Jets Super Bowl win. He's already told what is us. What's wrong with you? He's already told us it's okay. Ask Joe a question. Yes. If Joe could live until he's 90, full health, full mental capacity. And not see a Jet championship or die at 75 with a championship. What do you think he's choosing? I'm going to ask him on Saturday at 10.04. Yeah. And I'm going to tell him you just killed him off. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you another question. Listen, we were on a plane once that had lots of turbulence, and he looked at me and said, here's the good news, bro. This plane goes down. Yeah. But we're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a healthy outlook on life. I didn't feel that I'll way. I'll give you that. Were you white and say, I just want to let you know I always thought you were attractive. <laughs> Like the almost famous line, he's like, I'm gay. Ah. They're like, dude, we're not crashing. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a quick question. Go ahead. Uh, you? I'd let you go to 57 and on, then the Jets going so to So you want us for the next 30 years. Great. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. Do you love your wife dearly? Of course. You love your dog dearly? Love Dudley. Yeah, Dudley. Right, little Dudley. Little Dudley. Right? Very adorable. If you had a chance to save your dog's life, mm -hmm. but you had to cheat on your wife to do it, and let me make it easier for you. With an alien. An alien. All right. I'll make, I'll, I just gave you the easy out. So I'm making love to an alien. Or your dog's dead. What would you do? So Make you love say, to an alien. Yeah. <laughs> and the dog lives. Don't make love to the alien. Your dog dies today. Okay. What do you do? I love Dudley. I do. I love Dudley. Mm -hmm. And I hope Dudley knows that. Yeah. But Dudley also knows I got to play the long game. Okay, I save Dudley, yep. and I make love to this alien. That's right. I'm never hearing the end of it. 
Okay? Dudley will give me five more good years. Yeah. We'll love it. It'll be fun, the walks and all that. Yeah. But what happens in year six when I have to hear about that crazy night I had with that alien? Yeah, that's right. So, Dudley, I love you. You're dead. Really? Yeah. Wow. Can't do it. So, in the span of the last two minutes, you just killed your dog and Joe Beningo. For the greater good. For a night with an alien at a Jet <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it sounds that way, doesn't it? Uh, by the way, later this hour, we're going to be giving away a pair of tickets to see Guns N' Roses at MetLife Stadium on August 15th. It's Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Evan talking about him dying. <laughs> yeah, that was a little weird. Was that planned, Big Mac? Uh, yeah, planned. Like, yeah, he, like planned. he plans anything. Yeah. Uh, he just, I'm, be, pl- I'm he, a planner. He pushes a button. Yeah. Yeah. Give him a pair of symbols. We'll bang them together, <laughs> too. No, I was sitting here in my smoking jacket planning that whole thing. Yeah, yeah I bet you have a smoking jacket, I would love too. a smoking jacket. Uh, yeah, by yeah, the way, your suit's about ready. Oh, good. Yeah. Are I'm we going to do a, an on-camera fitting no. or no? No. What do you mean, No. Well, you asked the question, which means both answers I are plausible. I was saying yes. No, we are. the answer is no. Uh, not, I will wear it to the show. That that was what I said. You promised that you were going to wear it on 100%. the show. 100%. I will right? wear it on the show. But we're right. not doing the fitting on the air? No. Well, all right, let me just get an update real quick on your Christmas. Hey, you're on the radio, Vinny. Is that all right? 
This is Vinny Scorantino, my main man and Taylor in Red Bank, New Jersey. Uh, what is the status of uh, Big Man's uh, suit? It is actually on its way. It's all cut. We're actually joining uh, the sleeves and the side vents. So everything. Side uh, vents. Um, What's yeah, that? he has side vents on his suit. Yeah, yeah you know, really? I need to, I need to breathe. Side vents? Yeah, we're I, joining, so. Is that a normal thing that most people get on a suit? Vents? Yes. Yes, we get side vents. Yes. It used to be a center vent. Now it's side vents. So we're, we're joining all the different pieces of the suit. Yeah, how much fabric did we need to uh, get this done? It seems like, you know, it's taking a little while. I plead the fifth. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's very excited hey, we, we for it. We had enough. So well, that's that good. good. We had that's enough good. fabric. Nice. Well, that is, that is good to know. All right, so are we, and you're going to come in, do a, he's going to do a private fitting, and then when it's all done and tailored up nice, he's going to wear it on the show. You good with that? A hundred percent. All right. hundred percent. We'll do a fitting probably next week or the week after. We'll do a fitting, and then we'll... Uh, at your, wear, you know, he could, uh, right, I, at your earliest convenience. For now, can I ask you a quick question, Vin? Sure. The other day, you were nice enough to bring me some Ala Antico uh, sandwiches from the place on Sullivan Street, which is uh, which is literally uh, a famous Italian delicatessen. They're here in Times Square on Sullivan Street, and I went and I opened up uh, the sandwich that you kindly got me, and half of it, half half of it was gone. <laughs> And I'm just trying to figure out what happened to the other half of the sandwich. Really? <laughs> I plead the actually, how do I, how do I, it was a four block drive. <laughs> oh my God. How do I not eat a sandwich? Yeah. Right? I'm at least part of the sandwich when I'm bringing it to you. Yeah. You, know, it had, you can't, you know. It had mortadelle and like a pistachio cheese on it or something, he right? Was, he was hungry. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we had mortadella, we had a pistachio spread on it. And yeah. I think that one had, um. They could have the eggplant or something, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It, they, they're really, really good. Yeah, but I they're love really that. Good. It was a four-block drive. I, I, I got hungry. <laughs> if, it was, if, if it was an eight-block drive, you would have had crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Vin. Uh, good job. Uh, looking forward to you. And that's uh, Vinny Scortino uh, in Red Bank, New Jersey. And he's kind enough to be making Big Man a customized suit. And uh, if you're looking for one, call my guy, right? Yeah, All right. absolutely. All right, bud. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon. Be good, okay? Thank you. See you next week or the week after. Of course. All right, Big Maxter, there you go. I respect his honesty about how hungry he was. Dude, so I, I'm so excited. It's it's a place. It's been in New York about just under a year, and everyone's going crazy for it because everything's imported legitimately from Italy, and it's all made of, like, ciabatta bread and whatnot. And he goes, I got you a, a sandwich. I go, all right, which one you got? More to that, whatever. I'm so excited. I sit down at my desk. I take it out of the bag. I notice that it's not fully kind of wrapped and taped and whatnot. Yeah. I open it up. And, <laughs> <it's gone. laughs> and he was hungry. Yeah, I mean, at least I know who ate it. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? It's better that way. No doubt about it. All right, here's uh, Donnie in South Plainfield, New Jersey, as we all try to figure out the Jet and Giant quarterback situation together. What do you got, hey. kiddo? How are you, pal? Great. Uh, first of all, yeah, I just want to, I love Mac, man. Big Mac, I love you. We spoke Beatles overnight, but, uh, nice. man, you put a smoking jacket on you, it's going to look like Jackie Gleason. I'm just saying. Jackie so Gleason anyway, was a very handsome man. Looking like Jackie Gleason. Yeah. yeah. It's all right. Well, I guess nothing. I guess nothing. All right, so here's my, my, here's my thoughts. I'm wondering from a perspective of Daniel Jones, how that conversation went down with his agent. 
Now, I'm not real savvy with any, you know, the finances, this, that. Yeah. So he walks into the office and his agent says, man, good year. Yeah, pretty good year. Yeah, I came back. I kind of redeemed myself. You're going big bucks. You're going big bucks. So would we agree that Daniel Jones is like a pretty intelligent guy? He went to a pretty uh, high, highly respected college. Not that that's always uh, a uh, barringer of smarts, but I'd say he's probably a pretty smart dude. Sure. I agree. So my here's my take. My take is, first of all, I don't know if he has a desire to stay with the Giants. And the second thing Oh, I think is, you're dead wrong about that. I think that's the preferred place to be because what is that based on? he based just on, had success. No, but what is that based on that you don't think he wants to stay? He made it up. Is, uh, no, I didn't make it up. I haven't heard it. Have you heard anything from Daniel Jones? No, no, like, but what, uh, it's free agency. He's not going to say much. Most guys aren't out there talking. What makes you think he wants to leave? Just that he's pushing the envelope. And he's how is he? But how is he pushing the envelope? Well, he's not. His agent is. And well, I want to, so I'm glad you brought that up. So let me just be clear about it because I was bothered by that as well. When uh, we found out that he dropped CAA and went to Athlete First, those are the same guys uh, that did a great job on the Sean Watson's deal, for example, and Justin Fields' deal. Uh, that being said, the notion that Daniel Jones asked for $45 million was a big story, rightfully so. Yeah. I was told yesterday, late in the show, as you know, that that never happened. Daniel Jones never asked for $45 million. His new agency never asked for $45 million. And that story was leaked to embarrass him. By his... I don't know exactly who leaked it, but I'm, I've taken the leap of faith that it was leaked most likely by his previous of agent. Of course, because that's what logic would tell you. Yeah. They're pissed off that a guy who's about to get a payday, whatever the payday is, he's about to get a payday. He decides to leave them right. right before that payday is coming. So let's make Daniel Jones look bad. And it worked. It worked. Because we all, nationally, we went with it. That's right. locally, everyone reacted the same way. Yep. Oh, he's crazy. You were laughing hysterically. Rightfully so. Right. Because that's an absurd amount of money for Daniel Jones. And it's even caused our last caller to spend time calling up this show to say, I don't think Daniel Jones wants to be here. Yes. And it's based on nothing but an erroneous leak yep. by a bitter former agent. And I, I and look, all I can tell you is that when I was told I trust my source on it, Evan knows the source as well, it, it never happened. That's not how those guys do business. And I'll give you an example. Did you have any inkling that Deshaun Watson was getting the deal he got from Cleveland until he got it? No. No. Because that's how they do business. They are professionals. It's behind the scenes the way it should be. Now, other people might be ticked off or upset, so what do you do? You try to make the guy look bad because he's no longer your client. I can't confirm that part of it, but I do know as a fact he never asked for $45 million. So I do think also, doesn't matter what I think or what you think, I think the notion of him getting over 30 is probably accurate. Now, the real question comes yeah, down to because that's what been, the market says. And the ultimate thing is not that. I'm with you on this, and you, you know, you've hammered it home all week, and rightfully so. The average annual salary is irrelevant. How much of it is guaranteed and for how long? That's it. And then once, if they decide to part ways with him a year from now, two years, et cetera, what is the dead cap situation that's that they have to deal with? All that matters. And that's really it. So I don't think five years, 190 makes any sense. But if you told me there's an out after two years and it's $10 million against the cap, 
I don't care about all five years, matters. 190. Here's all that really matters and should matter to Giant fans. Number one, what his cap number is this year, because that matters. That allows you to be more creative in terms of free agency and improving this roster, and we know they need to improve their roster. Sure. So that's number one. And then number two, hey, when can I get out of this if it goes bad? If it doesn't go bad, great. Just keep re-signing him. Give him a mega contract. He turns into a superstar. That's fantastic news. You will keep him. I promise you. But if things go backwards or they stay the same and you don't feel like you can win a championship with them, at what point are you able to get out? And that's the only thing that matters. If I'm a Giant fan in terms of what this contract looks like, that's it. Everything else is noise. Right. How many years before I can get out? And what's the cap number right now so I can be active and make moves and trades to improve this roster? Because the upside's easy. He plays his ass off. He becomes a franchise quarterback. You have him under contract. You do whatever the hell you want. That's it. It's the downside that you worry about. He doesn't take another step forward. Or he's not a great quarterback. Or the other factor, which we're kind of leaving out because of what happened last year, is up until this year, he never stayed healthy. And he was healthy last year. He was. And he was running the football a lot more than ever. What if he can't stay healthy again? What if this past year was an aberration in terms of his ability sure. to stay on the field? Right. What if that happens? There's a lot of factors here, and if you're Joe Sheehan, you got to protect yourself. That's what you've got to do, and that's what they're ultimately going to do. And if they have to use the franchise tag temporarily, it sucks. I admit that. It means it's likely you're going to lose Saquon Barkley. But if you use the tag now, it's a weapon to eventually get a long-term deal with Daniel Jones. Or not be committed long-term to a quarterback who's not worth it. Right. Right, but what is right, effectively you're hedging uh, in a manner that protects you against him sucking and gives you flexibility well, a couple years down the line to go get a better guy. It, it also hurts you in that while you can improve the roster with Jones on a tag, it's harder. Like I admit yeah, that you, you have, have limited to be, amount of money. You're probably losing Saquon now, but Barkley. You, listen, you you restructure contracts. Yeah, yeah. They've already done a great job. They were you know cap uh, in cap hell twelve months ago. They got fifty million bucks under the cap now. So they've done a great job getting to a place where they can now wiggle a little bit, right? I give yes, Shane credit for absolutely. that. Absolutely, and and manipulating the cap number in year one is kind of easy. I was looking at other running backs who've gotten long-term contracts. You get Saquon on a long-term deal, $12, $13 million a year, you could have his cap number as low as $4.5 million, right. which is nothing. And then next year it balloons up, but guess what? Next year the cap balloons up, and you've got the ability to make your roster Which is better. why, for a lot of teams, good teams, the most important guy in the executive office is a guy that none of the fans ever heard of, and you wouldn't uh, know him if you bumped into him at the supermarket. And that's the guy that understands the cap. No doubt, man. And that's not always the GM, by the way. A lot no. of these teams employ really bright financial wizards Boy. who understand all the intricacies of the cap and how to play it. But the great GM, just like the great president, they put smart people around them, and they hire the right cap gurus. Yes. Because you're right, dude. That's like a big part of the battle here. And we've seen teams around the league do it to the point where we just assume the salary cap is fake. Like, we see teams sign free agents, and we say, wait a second, salary cap? That's not real. Yeah. That's a figment of our imagination because it's treated that way. Yeah. By the way, uh, Sid Rosenberg just sent me a text. Uh, I guess he's in a movie now. Is he? <laughs> Yeah. What movie is it? We had the director of the movie on. I'm blocking out his name. It's, it's like a, it's a mob movie. Um, Does Sid play a mobster? Yeah. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he wants someone he could come in and uh, talk about the movie. <laughs> he had a lot of fun the last time. Uh, yeah, he sure did. 
Well, he wrote a book. He's in a movie. Uh, let me find out the name of the movie real quick. To see what's When's going it coming on. out? Coming out like soon? Uh, let's find out. And then yeah. I'll, I'll sit on to talk about uh, being in a movie. I know he went out <laughs> to L.A. and filmed a couple days. And I think they're filming in Brooklyn uh, like a you summer or two ago. I think I remember him telling we us We had this. the director on. Yeah. You know what? I vaguely remember this now. I'm blocking on the, on the guy's name. Shoot. All right. I, I kind of remember that, though. They were filming in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I don't know who the director was. Why do we have him on? Uh, because he's from Brooklyn. He's a sports fan. Okay. Uh, he was on. doing a movie, and I remember yeah. him saying, yeah, you know, Sid Rosenberg. Oh, uh, it's called The Gemini Lounge. Uh. Yes. This, the Gemini Lounge. When does it come movie. out? It's uh, got Ashley Green, Lucy Hale, Jake Cannavale, Emil Hirsch, great actor. What about Sid? Well, how was his name mentioned? He's, he's not one of the main guys. He's not getting think. a top ten mention here? The Gemini Lounge. Are you ready? Hold on. Uh, let's see what it says. No, James Russo. All right, the Gemini Lounge, an upcoming American crime thriller. Uh, bop, 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 bop. Hang on. What's it about? It's a, it's a mob movie, right? When does it come out, though? Like, and where can you see it? Like, is it a Netflix? Well, I assume you see it in the movie theaters, Evan. No, that's not the way it works anymore, bro. Hey, by the way, you're There's a right. lot of movies you're, that come you're out. Very right about what are you that? talking about? You are very right. Hang on a second. We're, um, after a meltdown, a demoted detective is given the opportunity to go undercover and take down the mob's most, ruth most ruthless killer. But his life and only chance at redemption spiral out of control as he loses himself in the role. Hmm. There you go. All right. Great. Can't wait to see it. It releases in February of 2023. That's right now. How about that? Bo Deedle's in it. Remember Bo Deedle? I he do know Bo Deedle, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's Sidney uh, Arthur. He's in there, too. <laughs> uh, Ante Utgard, Emily Levine. Now, be honest with me. You've known yeah. Sid for a while. I've known Sid, I've known Sid for 25 years. How do you think his acting's going to be? I think he's probably really good at it. You think so? Yeah, I you do. You don't think he's going to embarrass himself? I do not think he embarrasses himself. Okay. Plus, he's so swole now, he looks like he's an old-school mobster anyway. <laughs> he's got the look up. Yeah. I tell you who you're going who to love in this movie. Who's that? Antje Utgard. Yeah? Oh, yeah. She's uh, from Wisconsin. Okay. That's got Evan written all over, it's baby. Evan written all over. Oh, yes, it does. Where can you see the movie, though? Like, is uh, it coming out yet? yet? It's not out yet. No. no. Um, yeah. Listen, now he thinks I butt-dialed him. <laughs> well, because he sees that we're on the air. Yeah, he knows we're it's on just the air. Like no, he wasn't oh trying God. to call me. Yeah, I am trying to call you, knucklehead. That's classy on his part. He's thinking yeah, you're yeah. on the air. Yeah. Hey, you're on the radio. Is that okay with you? You're on the radio <laughs> right now. Yeah, is that all right? Of course. It's all right. Of course. Hey, what's the deal with Anke Utgard? With what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. <laughs> the uh, one of these uh, hot actresses in your movie, Gemini Lounge. Oh, what does it say? What are the words? Anke Utgard. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that is, Craig. No <laughs> she's your know. she's your co-star. I don't even see her listed. I don't know who she is. Like uh, most of the scenes that I did, I did with Lucy Hale, who by the way has twenty five million followers on Twitter. Great. Over days uh, in that show, uh, Pretty Little Lies. And Ashley Green, this other person, uh, are you making this up? Is this no. All right, let me ask you another question. What's the deal <laughs> with the... I'm point guard for the Nets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. What's the deal with Emily Levine? She's just a... Uh, she was just one of the extras. Ah, uh, so... A big, big role in the movie, 
But, but, as far as I know, a good friend of one, number 21, Tiki Barber. Is that right? Huh. That's what uh, I, heard. I will ask Tiki about that tomorrow. When does the movie come out? Ask uh, him. <laughs> when does the movie come out? Uh, the movie actually comes out in May. Okay. In May. A uh, screening, Craig and Evan, last Monday night. It was. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. time out, time out. Hold on a second. We've yeah. known each other. I just figured out you and I have known each other for 25 years. Yeah. We have rekindled the friendship about seven years ago and, and love you dearly, as you know, and your family. You had a screening of Gemini Lounge, I imagine, in Brooklyn, and I didn't get a call or a text on that? Let me tell you why. I have a very good excuse. Uh -huh. It was a private screening only for the actors and their families. Uh -huh. My wife, mm. Danielle, and Gabriel came. The red carpet premiere in April, you can bet your bottom dollar, see, you're going to be standing right there on the red carpet next to me and watch it with everybody else for the first time. Only if it's a Friday or Saturday, so I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I tell you, let's do this. Once other premiere comes out and it's uh, close to airing, you'll swing in and we'll hear all about it, okay? I would love to do that. Thank you for calling me. But I think, didn't, um, didn't, didn't I put the director on like a year ago? No, it's funny you say that. You're confusing the two. The guy you put on, Craig, is a guy named William DeMeo. It's another showman. That's an actual TV show, Gravesend. Gravesend, You know what? Right. That's what it was, yes, yes. So I'm actually in a mob movie and a mob TV show, uh -huh. Craig. Living the ultimate mob dream. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Jew playing an Italian mobster. That is the dream <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> it's true, and that would happen twice, so... I hate to say it, but this early stage of my acting career, I think I'm typecast. Yes, <laughs> yes, because you're too swolled up in those uh, Victor Talbot suits of yours. I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are the best. All right, listen, all right, so. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll hit you up uh, probably next week or so, but good luck with it. And when you do the premiere, if we can make it, we'd love to be there to support you. And we'll talk soon, all right? 100%. Craig, Evan, and Chris Olivero. It'll be a great night. Thank you, Craigie. I talked to you about it. Be good. You're the man. All Thank right. you. So, all right. So, we, I got the TV show with DeMeo. Can, he, uh, he's got some acting movie. career going on now. He didn't pay him any money to be in that movie. <laughs> got to start somewhere. Yeah, there's some things we still do for free. I can be in a movie? It's about mobsters? I'm in. I can eat lasagna? I'm in. <laughs> I bet you there was a point during the filming where during, like, uh, breaking the action, he... Acted like a mobster. <laughs> of course. And pretended he was one. <laughs> well, some of our best actors have to do that. Where That's they don't my guy. Great character. Sid and I uh, have a, a very, very good friend. I think now. Daniel Day-Lewis pretended he was Lincoln for three years. True story. That's an actor right there. You can't pretend you're Lincoln. Of course, you can walk around pretending yeah, you're Abraham Lincoln. Everyone knows you're not Lincoln. I understand. If but you you're dress in... like Sid likes to dress, and you got the look, and you've got the vernacular. He's from the streets of Brooklyn, right? Mm-hmm. You could go to California where they don't know nothing, right? Right, right? And act like you're a mobster for a night or two. Right. You know. But how does he not know uh, the, the the other gal I mentioned? I didn't, I looked at the cast. I didn't see anything. Yeah. Hey, uh, do me a favor. Can you guys grab Tiki Barber on the horn for me real quick? It's not a sports question. So I just have to ask him a different question. Very important question. <laughs> I want to know who Aunt Kate Utgard is. I want to know who Emily Levine is. Yeah, but since I know said Tiki knows Emily Levine, not Mkai, the, the other name, I apologize. That was a good line, though. It's the backup point guard. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that. It yeah. may be soon, you're right. Yeah, I think we need to get to the bottom of this. 
See, I guess if you're listed on IMDb, but there's not a character name listed under your actual name, right. you're probably just an extra, right? Yeah, but I didn't see the name when I went to, I think it was on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't see the name listed. She plays the role of Debbie. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Because I'm on Rotten Tomatoes right now. No reviews yet, fairly, because well, no one's seen it yeah, yet. And I'm looking at all the names. I don't see Sid either, by the way. Yeah, I see it. Sid's name is under Anke Utgard. Gotcha. That's how I found Anke Utgard. I see Emil Hirsch. Yeah, Emil Hirsch is a badass actor, by the way. Yeah. He's the star of this. So you say. He plays Bobby Bellucci. Oh. Who doesn't remember the Bellucci family? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk to Sid again in May, I guess. Trust me, he'll remind me. Yeah, I know. Your <laughs> no. prerequisite, it's got to be a Friday or Saturday. My prerequisite yeah. is the Mets don't play that night. Then yeah. we're in shape. Then we're good. <laughs> all right, listen, well, we'll get back to all the quarterback nonsense as well. Uh, 877-337-6666. What's interesting about Aaron Rodgers is that we know he's no longer in the hut, but we, there's not been like a sighting. We haven't had one of those Aaron Rodgers returned to Green Bay. He was seen here or there, right? My understanding, is, my understanding is, and I could be wrong, I apologize, since I've listened to yeah. his interviews, uh, he was going to, I think, uh, Hawaii or Cabo after Everybody the darkness retreat. Everybody goes to Cabo. I, I could be wrong about Cabo, but I thought I heard him say that after the darkness yeah. retreat, he's, he's going, going on, on vacation. vacation. All right, so, so we're not going to hear for, for a bit. Well, I don't think so, not for a while. Here's the weird thing. I've been to Cabo. Uh, listen, Jones Beach, just as nice. Not this time of year. No, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Well, obviously, it's not warm out, yeah. But you people think, oh, Cabo, Cabo. It ain't that great. Yeah, but you're running into the problem. It's February 23rd. But it ain't that great, Evan. If, you're, if you're at the resort, yes, the resort's nice. I'm not nice. saying it's great. I haven't been there. But here's what I'm saying. Plus, it's you the got, they got of... gangs there that uh, come on the beach with, with submachine guns shooting people. Well, that was scary. Yeah. In the middle of February, people are just looking for 80 degrees. They don't give a crap where they go. Just give me 80. That's what people want. By the way, tell Connor he's fired. I gave him I had such simple instructions of what to get me ice cream-wise today. And I'm not a bad guy. You guys have to fire him. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Make them do it. What kind of ice cream do I get, Tommy? Every time I get the same ice cream, what do I get? Yeah, uh, mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. That's what I was under right. the impression Is that, of. Right? Yeah. Vanilla chocolate chip. Wow. You would think somebody like would, uh, care. would a Syracuse uh, education would get it right like Connor. It's like he doesn't care. <laughs> you know, I was asked to go speak at Syracuse uh, in March. I'm going to talk about Connor Green sure. at that speech. If you want to advance in this profession, you got to listen to direction. You know how to make that better, though? Peanut, yeah, peanut butter. butter. There you go. Peanut butter. By I'm the way, for you. I did get a, anyway. I got a text message from the COO of Ralph's Italian Ice. Yes. They have sent out their initial shipment. Let's go. Of ices to all the Ralph's. March 1st? I was told March first. March first, but I know that the they, they must have a huge like um, uh, warehouse, like refrigerated or freezer warehouse in Staten Island. I'm a mad. I assume it's there. I, I honestly just, don't even know. Yeah, but I got a note from an executive with Ralph's uh, showing me like five gallon, you know, bins of all the flavors that are I guess were shipped to all the local Ralph's Italian ice. You, I'm so excited. Can you do me a tiny favor? Because mm -hmm. sometimes you don't use your power for good. You use your power for your stomach. Yeah. Can you tell this unnamed COO that this winter should teach him and everyone at Ralph's a lesson? Yeah. Never close. No. I don't want you closed in January. I don't think you should be closed in February. 
open all year long. Ralph's 2023. I, that should be a motto. My only issue with it is that you pay rent year round. So take advantage of it. Why wouldn't you open up year like, round? Like, Craig, I can't tell you how many times in the last two months I would have gone. I would too. Like, the weather was halfway decent. And he, by the way, even if it's 25 degrees, who cares? I'm eating the Ralph's inside. Yeah. I'm getting the Ralph's. Right. I'm going home. It's 70 degrees in my house. And then I'm going to eat the ices. All it's right. not like convenience stores stop selling ice cream in the middle of February. Even if you limited the amount of flavors in the wintertime. Fine. We'd understand that. Because normally you yep. go to Ralph's. Any day you go, there's 100 flavors ready. I'll accept that. So if you told me you knocked it down to your best, most popular 10 flavors... Totally respect I that. I respect that. I'm yep. good with that. But that's right. got to be a new thing. I mean, come on. What are we doing here? So should I get a five-gallon vat and have them bring it here on March yeah, 1st? Yeah, come on. I can probably make that happen. Which flavors? More than one? Well, I picked the flavors. Not which flavors? I just well, asked on demand. Mint chocolate chip. Right. chip. Oh, stop. You're going to do five gallons of mint chocolate chip? I'll go five gallons of mint chocolate chip. I go five gallons of jelly ring. Oh, here we go. We're making okay. Yeah, All now right. we're talking. And I go five gallons of the peanut butter chocolate. Oh, you, you listen, bro. And that's it. My Fifteen language. gallons of, of Italian ice. Spoken. Done. Right. Yeah. Five, five, and five. That I think works. those are our three collective favorites, right? Yeah, yep. I guess. Mint yeah. chocolate chip. I mean, I guess. Well, mint chocolate chip. You guys talk about it like it's the flavor. It's you know. What it's flavor a, would you like, Big Mac? Uh, anything. I you. I think. No, no, I think Connor did you a favor. Why? Getting you vanilla chocolate chip oh, and some come real ice cream. On. Vanilla chocolate chip is ass. What it's, are you doing? It's so much. Better what a than waste mint. of time. And I'm surprised <laughs> you're even eating it. The only way to save it was peanut butter. But God bless you. You're being a good sport. You're having it anyway. But it's disgusting, honestly. It really is. I'm disgusting. I'm it's awful. awful. It's not as good. No, it's awful. You go with that. Mint. <laughs> You're right over there. Oh, I fought, I win. That's it. <laughs> you the win. transformation made him. of yeah. Evan Roberts is, is now complete. What I do? Evan Roberts just said <laughs> that vanilla chocolate chip haagen is ass. Am I wrong? What? <laughs> what? Did I stutter? Like, what am I wrong? That's it. My work here is done. <laughs> Fly, butterfly. <laughs> we really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.